Hello and welcome to the Contentment Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Eve Giovanna, and together we're going to navigate this overwhelming modern world by discussing topics such as spirituality, mental health, enjoying your own company, and much more. All in the hopes that you can find some contentment and inner peace with your authentic self. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode, I hope you're all doing well. So I thought I'd do a little bit of a life update and then I'm going to jump into this week's topic. So, kind of a big life update for me, I quit my job at the cafe being a waitress because, let's be honest, I'm definitely not the best waitress in the world and it was just kind of making me unhappy, it was making me anxious, like when I was going to work I was just thinking, oh what am I going to do wrong today and I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. So I was getting worried about quitting and in my mind I was making it out like a big deal. And then so many people said to me like, it's really not a big deal, like just quit and move on to the next thing. And I'm so glad that I did because I'm so relieved and I'm so happy. Um, And I didn't realise how much it was actually weighing me down. So I do actually have another job lined up, but I don't start that for a few weeks. So... I'm just going to live my best life for a few weeks and really enjoy this time that I have with myself before I have to go back into full-time employment. Okay, so I feel like that's it for the life updates. Now I'm going to dive into this week's topic, which is building self-esteem, self-belief and confidence. I know that I've mentioned in episodes before that I wanted to talk about this topic, so I am actually quite excited about it because for a moment... I kind of thought to myself, I don't actually know how I've gotten to this place of having much better self-esteem, better confidence and generally self-belief. But then I did like a mind map and I was like, oh, actually, there's a lot of things that I've done to change the narratives and the way that I think about myself. So, and I do think that it has completely changed my life. And I'm not saying that my self-esteem and my confidence and self-belief is, you know, perfect. It definitely does take like dips. But overall, I do think it is a lot better. And it's really changed the choices that I'm making in my life, my decisions. And my overall well-being is just so much better. So I wanted to kickstart the episode with talking about how as human beings, we have the ability to retrain our brains into completely changing the way that we think and behave because of this thing called neuroplasticity. So essentially neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to change and adapt to new experiences. So just know if you feel like you are stuck in a rut or you're stuck in a certain way of thinking and you feel like it's impossible to get out of change is completely possible you can completely change the way you think you feel you behave about something or about yourself don't get me wrong it does take time but it is completely possible so our brain has this thing called neural pathways and essentially the more you repeat a behavior or thought the stronger the neural pathway becomes and the more that you believe it so for example so i'm learning to drive at the moment And I think past versions of myself would have this self-fulfilling prophecy about how I'm not going to be a good driver because I'm an anxious person. And I would have this like self-fulfilling prophecy about myself before I'd even 
giving myself a chance to get in the car and try to to drive. Whereas now, I'd say within this past year or so, when I am trying something new, I try and be a bit more neutral about when I'm trying to learn something new. So when I've been learning to drive these past few months, I've not been giving so much energy and focus to the sort of negative thought patterns about me not being a good driver and I'm not focusing on when I am making mistakes and I'm not you know um doing so well I'm focusing on the times when I do well and I'm looking at my progress so essentially when I'm not giving energy and focus to those negative thought patterns about myself I am not strengthening that neural pathway so instead of putting energy and focusing on these unhelpful narratives that I push on myself, I'm focusing on the evidence that points towards me being good at that thing or even sort of just being a little bit more neutral towards it. So for example, with driving, I try not look at the mistakes that I'm making, but I try look at how I can see that I've made a lot of progress since the beginning so I've been able to go from not even being able to understand how to start a car to being able to park the car, being able to drive in third gear. So essentially what I'm doing is I am not strengthening the neural pathways that focus on those unhelpful narratives that I used to push on myself and I'm trying to strengthen the neural pathways that focus on having, you know, self-belief and believing in myself. It's funny, actually. I can remember me and my sister having conversations when we want to change something and we would be like, okay, well, we just need to retrain our neural pathways. And it would almost be like this joke, but that is what it boiled down to. So next I'm going to dive into ways in which I built up my self-esteem, my confidence and my self-belief. So one of the things that I think has been quite important to this journey is challenging myself, putting myself outside of my comfort zone and essentially challenging these narratives that I've been pushing on myself, these sort of negative self-deprecating beliefs. So One of the narratives that I think I've pushed on myself in the past, you know, in my early teens and my my early 20s is this narrative that I'm not creative and I'm not even good enough to try and be creative. I don't really know where this narrative came from, but that was what has been running through my mind. But, you know, I see all these people around me and I see people on social media like having so much fun and really expressing themselves through being creative and having this love for yeah just like being creative and art in general and I would think oh that looks so fun and I want to try that but then I had this narrative that I was pushing on myself that I wasn't good enough and I wasn't creative so then I got to this point you know a year or so ago or maybe a couple of years ago where I was like I am going to challenge this narrative that I have about myself and push myself outside of my comfort zone and just try something new. So I decided to take up crocheting. So I started off quite simple and I was just making, you know, simple patterns. And then over this past year or so, 
I've built myself up and I've been able to make some beautiful things like right now I'm making a blanket and I've had lots of like compliments about the things that I've made and I just it just feels I feel really good within myself that I've been able to do that and what I learned from this experience is trying new things and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone is essentially me stepping away from that narrative of not believing that I was good enough and giving evidence towards the narratives that I am good enough and I am capable to learn new skills and I am competent and actually one of the mantras that I say to myself when I'm learning new things or I'm just generally struggling when I'm trying to do something new is I am capable, I am competent and since I tried learning that in that first new thing I have since then learned to do lots of other things because I basically was giving myself evidence that you know I am capable, I am competent and I'm good enough to try and learn new skills and do new things and I'm not focusing or giving energy to the narratives or self-deprecating negative narratives that I believed about myself. What I found amazing about this past year and this journey that I've been on is that, you know, I've started off small and given myself a sort of a small manageable challenge and pushing myself outside of my comfort zone a little bit and then I've been able to build on that and I've been giving myself like bigger challenges incrementally. So I went from crocheting to learning how to journal and making like TikTok videos and now I'm doing a podcast which I think is pretty amazing to be honest because if you would have said to myself, if I would have said to myself a couple of years ago you would be doing a podcast and you would be sharing your inner thoughts and your beliefs about life and the world I wouldn't have believed myself so yeah I think it's pretty amazing. You know if you look at my journey from not having a lot of self-esteem and confidence and not having a lot of self-belief and not thinking that I was good enough to try new things or learn new skills to where I'm at now where I do believe I'm capable, I believe I'm competent and I have that confidence to try new things and now I'm so much more open to new possibilities and trying new things because I've built up my self-esteem and confidence and actually looking at this journey as a whole it is a testament to you know putting yourself out there and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone because you can see that it genuinely does work. So my advice to you would be to set yourself small manageable challenges to put yourself out of your comfort zone to help build your self-esteem and confidence. I do think that sometimes when you set yourself too much of a challenge you can almost shock yourself and frighten yourself if you have set the bar too high and then it can put you off putting yourself outside of your comfort zone or challenging yourself again. So yeah, small manageable challenges is the best way to start. 
Okay, so the next thing that I wanted to talk about that's helped me build my self-esteem, my confidence, my self-belief is turning down the volume on my inner critic. If I'm being completely honest, I don't believe that you can silence your inner critic because I believe that, you know, confidence, self-esteem fluctuates throughout life, just like so many other things fluctuate. So something that helped me shift my mindset and my perspective about my inner critic was something that I read in a book and I'm going to read it out to you now. I have spoken about this book before because honestly if I had a bible, if I was religious, this book would be my bible. So the book is called Don't Believe Everything You Think by Joseph Nguyen and yeah I based a lot of my first episode on this book So, the quote goes, and it's a bit of a long one, so just stick with me. We as humans have evolved to develop a sophisticated ability to rationalise and analyse and think because it simply helped us survive. Our minds do an incredible job to keep us alive, but it does not help us thrive. It is solely concerned with our safety and survival, but not our fulfilment or enjoyment. Our mind's job is to alert us of potential dangers in our environment, that may threaten our lives. It does its job so well that not only will you scan, will we scan our immediate surroundings for threats, we will reference our backlog of past experiences to create hypothetical scenarios and predict what it thinks could be future potential dangers based on our memories. None of this is wrong by any means, but the mind is simply doing what it is designed to do. When we do not When we don't understand that its only duty is to help us survive, then we will get angry and frustrated with it all. Conflict is derived from an innocent misunderstanding. Our mind's duty is to keep us alive. Our consciousness, our consciousness's duty is to help us feel fulfilled. Your soul is the reason why you're even on this journey in the first place, to find peace, love and joy for yourself. Your mind has done an amazing job of what is made what it is made to do but now you may relieve it of its job because we no longer live in the wild where death could be right around the corner if we constantly use our minds we will be in a constant state of fight or flight anxiety fear frustration and depression okay sorry that was a bit of a long-winded one but i feel like it's all relevant and i when i read that passage from that book it had such a huge impact on me because it made me realise that the thoughts that I have, you know, going through my mind on a daily basis aren't me and they're not always true. And essentially when your mind is having all of these like pessimistic thoughts about what could go wrong when you're going to do something and what could go wrong when you are, for example, putting yourself outside of your comfort zone or challenging yourself to new things. It's just an evolutionary response that your brain, that our brains have developed to protect ourselves. So if you apply that to talking about our inner critic, so your inner critic is like firing away all these thoughts at you when, you know, you want to put yourself out there, you want to try something new it is your brain is trying to protect you but they're just thoughts and 
you don't have to give energy to those thoughts and focus on them so much and believe in every single one because they are just thoughts. They're not the reality of what is actually happening. So basically what I'm trying to say is when your inner critic is trying to fire all these pessimistic thoughts um, to you about yourself, you know, saying that you're not good enough, that you shouldn't try new things because it's like telling you what could go wrong, try and not put so much focus and attention to that voice because your thoughts, you know, are not who you are and they're not always the accurate depiction of reality. I wanted to say as well that if you wanted to read this book, Don't Believe Everything You Think, I've actually found the full-length audiobook on YouTube for free. So if you can't afford the book, I will leave the YouTube link in the... Is it the show notes? Yep, the show notes. Because honestly, this book is so simple yet so powerful. And I think sometimes I find with books about spirituality and personal development that they can be a little bit pretentious and they use complicated language and they just say things in a way that just makes it like complicated whereas this book is just so to the point it's really short as well and yeah like I said the message is so powerful okay so the next thing that I wanted to talk about and I feel like this message weaves in and out of the podcast quite a lot but it's so important for so many different aspects of spirituality and personal development is be kind and patient with yourself and be understanding towards yourself like you would a friend or a family member and there's a few reasons I say this and why it is linked to having good self-esteem and confidence is firstly the narratives that you tell yourself and the narratives that you push in are what you end up believing and become what you are so if you make a mistake and then you're really judgmental towards yourself and you say you know for example you make a mistake on a test and you'll say oh I'm not intelligent or I'm just not good enough then you are pushing that message and you're putting energy and focus and attention towards those unhelpful narratives whereas say if you make a mistake and you are kind to yourself and you just say it's okay everybody makes mistakes I'm not perfect nobody's perfect and it's just a part of life then you are not giving energy and focus to those unhelpful negative narratives. Something that I've learned as well about being kind and patient towards yourself is that it feels, I can't really explain it, but it just feels so good to be caring towards myself. I feel so much love for myself because I am so caring towards myself, if that makes any sense. I feel this warm glow inside me, like this big ball of love. And I know that sounds lame, but that's just how I feel and yeah it just feels so good and secondly going back to talking about inner critics I think that when you're not kind to yourself and you're not patient and you're not understanding 
you're feeding that inner critic and when you have that kind of negative self-talk and negative self-belief yeah it, it just feeds that inner critic and makes it louder so by showing yourself kindness and patience and understanding when you do make mistakes or just in general in life you are feeding the kind of self-love voice within you also making mistakes is just a normal part of life and I think once you accept that you are going to make mistakes and you're not going to be perfect and you are going to do things wrong life is just so much easier so what I wanted to touch upon next is how your external influences have an effect on your self-esteem and your confidence and your self-belief so I think that the people that you surround yourself with and the way that they talk to themselves and the way that they treat themselves definitely influences how you treat yourself. So for example, you know, my sister tries to speak to herself in a kind way and this has definitely influenced me in speaking to myself in a kind way. I also think that on a different note, if somebody gives you a compliment you should take it and embrace it and try not to brush it off I think too much of the time especially with British people we can't really take compliments and we find it kind of awkward and embarrassing but actually I think it does does us a world of good to recognize that other people think great things about us okay so the next thing that I wanted to speak about is comparison and social media so I know it is really hard not to compare yourself to other people but I do think that social media exacerbates this comparison quite a lot and I have to have quite firm boundaries with social media because I find that when I don't have any boundaries with social media and I just let myself scroll endlessly on it I'm always comparing myself to other people and that definitely affects my self-esteem and my confidence and I just think with comparison as well that there is always going to be somebody who supposedly has like this bigger and better thing than you whether it's a better job or more followers or a better relationship and unfortunately social media is this bottomless pit of people that you can compare yourself to. So I'm not saying, you know, completely cut out social media, but I just think it's always wise to examine your relationship with it and maybe set some limits and some boundaries. So, for example, I set myself, I think it's a 15-minute limit, a 15-minute limit a day. And sometimes when I'm not feeling good about myself you know myself seems a bit low my confidence is a bit low I like to just have a little break from it you know not a really long break but a day or two and I feel like that definitely makes me feel refreshed and my mind is not you know constantly running through like oh well you know this person is better than me in this way and yeah it just makes me feel takes me away from comparing myself to others Okay, so speaking about boundaries, the last thing that I wanted to touch upon is setting boundaries and how that affects your self-esteem. So this could be in many areas of your life, but for me, 
I think having boundaries specifically in the workplace and in my relationships is where it helps me um, build my self-esteem the most. So when you set boundaries, it is a form of self-care and it is showing yourself respect. And when you set boundaries for yourself, it's saying to yourself and it's saying to others, I deserve care and respect and consideration. So I'm going to give you an example I have quite strict boundaries for the workplace so I rarely work extra hours unless I'm being compensated because I believe that I need to prioritise that time outside of work to have a work-life balance and so for me when I'm setting that boundary I'm saying my extra time outside work is important and I need it to you know nourish other parts of my well-being and I think that setting boundaries can be quite empowering as well. And when you feel empowered, your self-esteem and your confidence definitely is boosted. What I will say though is, I completely understand that setting boundaries isn't easy. And I think especially as a woman, society tells us that we should put others, others' needs first. And I think it's kind of messed up in a way when people use the word selfless as a compliment so I do think it can be tricky to set boundaries but you know you like I've said before you just have to start off really small and build your way up from there so for example I think setting boundaries in the workplace can be a little bit easier than setting boundaries in your personal relationships because your employer and you are signing a contract and you are very clearly agreeing about what it is that you know you're getting paid for and what are the boundaries and what what are the limits to that contract so what I will say in terms of relationship boundaries more like boundaries in an emotional capacity is I think they can be a bit harder to navigate but from what I understand and my experiences is when your boundaries are being crossed, say in a relationship, you do just get that uncomfortable feeling in your gut and you kind of know that this doesn't feel right and that is an indicator of when maybe you need to set some stronger boundaries or you need to have communication or you need to just have a think to yourself and consider, does that make me feel uncomfortable? Do I need to set some more firmer boundaries? Okay, so... That is everything that I wanted to share about self-esteem and confidence and generally just having more self-belief. Okay, so I just wanted to share one last thing and that is a couple of journal prompts. So the first journal prompt is what have I done well this week? And the second journal prompt is what have I done that I'm proud of? So you definitely don't need to do this every day. I think, you know doing this a couple of times a week is a good expectation but I think it's nice just to sit down and take a moment and recognize you know your achievements and you know just something that makes you feel good about yourself okay well thank you so much for listening and yeah I just wanted to say if you've taken your time and you've listened to this whole podcast I really appreciate it and I hope to see you next time thank you so much for listening i'm new to this world of podcasting generally putting myself out there on social media so if you have any comments feedback or questions please contact me on my socials instagram and tiktok so my handle is eve underscore that's e-v-e 
G-I-O-V-A-N-N-A underscore. And if you found value or enjoyed this episode, I would be grateful if you shared this with a friend or left a review.